Moto Limited Network. It's good to have other opinions that you know are good opinions too. If you're in my way, we, we gotta do battle. basically is my life. My brain probably wanders a lot. I don't know. Here it is. The Moto Limited Show. Welcome. I'm your host, Trent Ma. And joining me, as always, every week is motocross, supercross, and freestyle legend, Robbie Marshall. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How you doing? Look, mate, we've, uh, we're another two rounds of the Supercross down, and, uh, man, it's been action-packed these last two in different ways. Um, so I'm pretty excited to get through uh, having a bit of a chat about this one with you. Yeah. Oh, man, it's definitely a little bit more exciting than that, than that uh, the very first Salt Lake round, that's for sure. But, uh, but uh, man, it's gone so fast. It's I'm, I'm struggling to keep up. Oh, man. Well, like we wanted to do uh, the podcast after the Salt Lake 3, but a little bit pushed for time. And so we're like, no, no, we'll do the two again after and recap on the two. And man, like, yeah, it just, it's gone so fast that last week. Like, what is it, three days between the races? Yeah. Yeah. We have trouble keeping up watching. I don't know how the races are freaking surviving. (laughs) That's right. And I mean, the other thing is, too, we've had two completely different rounds, too. Like, not only did we, yeah, we had the mudder and then, um, you know, Western E. So, there's so much for us to unbox here in in this show um, and just go through that. No, 100%, which we're going to get into deeper here um, and and get through. But uh, yeah, so let's go. Let's go back. A lot of people have obviously definitely seen Salt Lake City number three, which was round 13 of the Monster Energy AMA Supercross, and uh, it was it was a mutter. It it actually looked like it got better through that 450 main though. But the 250s, the rain started coming down. It was pretty wet. Yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah. I, I thought the track looked like it was coming really good, and then obviously they must have had a downpour or something, and um, yeah, full mutter in the end. So it looks pretty gnarly. A couple of couple of decent crashes too, and like see all March Banks uh, get injured in the final there in the lights, and I'm pretty mm. sure that was from cross rutting or something in the mud there. So. Yeah, well, they, there's no there's no real um, there's no real footage of anything, but they seem to think that nah. um, that McElrath got a little little squirrely and then sort of put yeah. uh, put it put um, yeah Marchbanks in a bit of a cross rut situation, and then yeah they don't know exactly what went down because there's no footage of it yeah. all. But um, he laid there for a bit. He's all right. He's all right, but well. He ended up in hospital, but what they say, like bruised lungs and ribs or something. Yeah, that yeah, but they they reckon when he was laying there, they'll complain. He was complaining about his back being a bit sore and things like that. So, um, yeah. and and over there they have the protocol. If they complain of a, a you know back pain or whatever, they just cancel the race straight away until they can get him off. Yeah. And you know, obviously yeah, yeah. with all of the the spinal injuries and that that've been in, in the sport in the last um, sort of ten years or so, they they're taking a lot more precaution now when they, when somebody says that they got some some back pain. So, I mean, that definitely yeah. sucked to see him because he was definitely starting to get on a on a bit of a roll um, yeah, and start to look good. So, yeah, that's right. Well, let's get into two fifties then. Uh, we've already sort of started. Uh, then, 
Yeah, so we've had to restart, which definitely helped Chase Sexton, who ended up being our winner of the of the race uh, for round thirteen. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. he got super lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, like once again, yeah. Just I guess the conditions made for most of the racing, but um, yeah, man. I, the, how was the two fifties? They didn't jump the triple all day. I don't think. No, no, they didn't. And then in the main, I think that they were going. No, they didn't even go because the, it started raining during the two fifty main, and then it stopped raining for the four fifty one. Um, but yeah, they they didn't look like all day through practice and qualifying. I think a couple yeah. of dudes may have went outside and and hucked it, I, but I was gonna say like, was that a was it a big triple or what? It was so deceiving because, like, it's so hard watching on the telly. The track looked decent and, like I said, it looked like the track was coming so good. But obviously it was still boggy or wet or something because yeah, even the 450s, I like, it, looked like was, it just looked like a normal triple cruising over it, but they were hitting it hard and still coming up short like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I think it was a hard base that was sort of coming out of the track still because, I mean, that dirt's been in there now. Oh, no, two weeks or so, and um, yeah. you know, like it, the 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 jumps are changing, the obstacles are changing, but the base is still the same base. So in some of those flat corner situations, like that dirt's been there since the track was built. So you imagine that base is going to get harder and harder, and then obviously with the rain on yeah. top, just made it super slick and made it hard for him to sort of get traction for it. And it did look like it was closer to the to the corner. Um, yeah, then, yeah. then obviously when we get into the next round here where they flip the track in reverse, they'll jump in it easy from the inside going the other way. So, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so Sexton got very lucky. He, um, before the restart, he, you know, got pushed off the track by the Calrath. Yeah, yeah, and well, yeah. He kind of, I don't even know if, did they touch? Nah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, nah, I think he just sec- walked straight away, went off the track. Yeah. And obviously from there, it just went downhill for him. He yeah. Did like, he come together with another rider? But yeah, he was back a little ways. Yeah, and well, then, um, he jumped into Enzo, Enzo so. Lopes there and, and crashed and then got up and he was like seventh <laughs> right, or yeah. seventh or eighth or something before the restart. And then it was a full restart too. So um, yeah. then we come yeah, out. at so got so lucky. So, yeah, then it, then it restarted and, and McElrath got the start and he Sexton just sat in there behind him and um you know yeah. did what he needed to do and then Shane obviously he ended up with second and he had that bit of a brain snap and run into that lapper and put himself down and, and yeah. basically opened the door but Sexton was all over him at that point too yeah yeah Sexton definitely looks strong this round for sure yeah he um I can't remember what the qualifying times were. I should have had them up in front of me here, but um. Yeah, McCarrath went faster again. Uh, yeah, the Sexton was faster in qualifying. Yeah. During yeah, like you said, during the race, Sexton looked strong. Like looked really good. Yeah. And obviously, um, being yeah, being the mudder, like he was a bit tall. Like he's obviously a pretty tall guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. He, good. he looked strong on the bike. He he was sort of you know. Pretty, pretty much picture perfect. He was still skimming the whoops to the last lap where a lot of guys yeah. opted to, to jump him. And, you know, he yeah. was he was looking really, really good and, and made it made it look easy. And, and as we discussed in the last show, like, he needed to bounce back. Like, I, I picked him to win. And, I I mean, it was a lot of hoping and praying. And, I mean, at the end of the day, he made it happen. Like, he, he, um, yeah. he had to do it. He's now got a three-point lead back again on McElrath and it has the red plate to himself again. But, I mean, it was a bit of a gift. It it, it was looking really, really bad before that restart. <laughs> oh, 
I reckon. I was, so, yeah. They've got a little break now, right? Yeah, so, so. they've got a two-round break, um, and then they come back for another two, and then we go the east-west. So they've still got a little bit more racing left in that series to, to really grind this one out. But, I mean... Yeah, I think it, it's it's literally down to them two now. Like, there's it's yeah. it's them yeah. two for the championship. You know, third place is um is well back, which is March Banks, who's now out, I think, as yeah. well. well um, they said, I don't know. They said today he should be right to be back. Well, so. he could be back. I mean, the other big news during during the week was obviously Alex Martin. I mean, not Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin pulled out of Supercross um, because he was going to point out. So he wants another year yeah. in the lights class. So he's and he was, I think he's fourth overall. So um, crazy that system they have. Yeah, dude. You listen to some of those American podcasts and they're blowing up deluxe about about how crap the system is. Which, I mean, yeah. there's, there's there's kind of a little bit of merit in it. Like, and, and it's but just guess, yeah. For, for Martin, like, it, like, yeah, I guess he's got a bit of not an excuse, but. Like you know, he's had those bad injuries and yeah. stuff. So, like, it's good. I I think it's good that he's going to give himself another chance to um, get you know get the title. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he gets it, I don't know if he'll be if he's good enough to get a Supercross title. I mean, as bad as that sounds, he's never been the best Supercross rider. Um, yeah, he's, he's come back pretty solid, but uh, like pretty yeah. strong after his injury, like for yeah. Supercross especially. I think I think he'd be better four fifty rider because he seems to get better results on the four fifty, even though he's a smaller guy. Um, he yeah, just seems yeah. he seems to ride it better. But um, I mean, he's two time national champ too, so he he's no slouch on a bike, but. Yeah, I yeah. mean that that come out during a week, and you know it's it's part of the sport. I mean, um, you know, McAlrath, you know, there's apparently there was a bit of a a uh, comment, Facebook comment, or something war going on between McAlrath and and uh, and Martin because he called him out on a you know another show saying that you know he basically did the same thing last year, and Shane's carrying on that he had a back injury and that was what forced him out but you know he yeah. pretty much did the same thing he had a back injury that helped yeah. apparently uh, but yeah I mean that's it, it, it's one of those things It's it happens it's not the first dude to happen but he's probably the first one that's come out and said why he's doing it which was 100% the truth yeah. like I'm doing it because I need to stay down I need to set myself and there's no 450 rides next year coming yeah. up you know so and so also, pod, so podcasts are like creating rivalries now. Oh man, I, yeah. <laughs> Between the riders. But yeah, man, it doesn't take much though, does it? Really, they do any oh, little thing, they'll jump on. I'm glad I'm not racing seriously while we're talking now. Then. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. You're very lucky. Um, so yeah, McAraf got in the second there. He, he um, obviously had hit the lapper, went down, and just sort of rode her in. Uh, Colt Nichols got the th- yeah. got in third there. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but he was catching McElrath and slowed down, and he actually said it too um, in an interview. Yeah, just just he goes, like, well, yeah. What was I going to gain by passing him? And then he reckoned he rode worse after that because he slowed down and he lost all his rhythm and momentum. And I mean, yeah. I'm not saying this like he said this and in another uh another another podcast where he said that he he slowed up so he didn't pass him because he didn't want to get involved in the championship and then he actually rode worse after that because he lost all of his his momentum um and in the mud you know how much momentum is key so um but he rode good he he looked solid as well like another third place for him um 
Then how's me fourth place pick there? I nearly picked it for you, the podium. You nearly picked it for the podium. He was he was very close. Um, yeah, Pierce but, Brown. But he, yeah, Pierce Brown. Very. Um, you know, he just sort of you know sat in third. I was looking at the lap charts there, and I think he sort of just hung around there the whole race and just sort of yeah was in in no man's land and he was the last person to not get lapped so chase lapped fifth place yeah how crazy was that yeah yeah and you're a fifth place Kyle Peters so he improved by one position but yeah lapping up to fourth place that's crazy yeah that's it so and yeah you you nailed it there Kyle Peters another uh, another great finish for him as well with a fifth um that I feel like um like that was a massive part of that round was the lappers like we'll yeah. get onto the four fifties obviously but yep. yeah I've got thoughts on the four fifties like why the race was so close and yeah, yeah pretty much the lappers had a lot to do with it. Yeah that's it. So that was sort of the top five. Um there was a couple other things that we've seen from there is um uh, only 10 people, and I'm pretty sure this is correct, I was going to double-check my stat here, but 10 people finished the LCQ in the 250 class out of 20 that started. Really? I yeah. Even yeah, no, nah, everyone pulled out besides, I think it was 10, 10 riders were well, left on I mean, the track. If you yeah, in LCQ, if you're worse than 10, something bad's got to happen for you to go through through in what is it like fourth well so. yeah i mean i mean at the end of the day too like it's a mutter so you know that's what I mean. everyone's that's what I mean. like, yeah if you're back behind 10th place you might as well pack pretty well pull off like yeah. you're not like i mean me these days i'd flat out pull my bike out of the van in that mud <laughs> but, um, but for those guys if you're in 10th imagine like they've been there all day dealing with it yeah and you know when you're qualifying so yeah save save so reckon your stuff too, like gonna be privateers oh yeah I know that's like so they're going to want to save on their, yeah, like, no. bike, their bike and stuff heading for the, well, the whatever. Break. I guess they, they got a break now, but, yeah. like <laughs> The break is a week. Like, <laughs> it's not, like, not that much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not much time to get the bike ready again, is it? No. You need to rebuild it or whatever, so. No, that's it. I mean, uh, another one that I wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if you've seen it in the, I think it was the second heat, one of the heats, uh, that Cody Shock. Uh, he qualified into his first main out of the heat, and dude, he threw the biggest fist pump over the finish line when he qualified. Like, <laughs> you mean that's how much it means to some of these guys, you know? Like oh, that they they, they yeah, live. We saw, it, we saw it the last round, yes, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the guys that got through, like they talked about his family traveling to the race mm. and doing it all together, you know. And it, yeah. like when he qualified, yeah. He, all the emotion, obviously, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's like pr- I know what it's like. I've been over there and raced. And yeah, I didn't even make the night program. Like I was, I was pretty unorganized at the time. I had a dead stock bike and yeah. set of suspension in it. That was it. But like, yeah, it's back then. It was different. You had like afternoon three lap races to make it to the night program. Yeah, the stock bike couldn't get a start. But, but yeah, um, it's yeah, it's a qual like. It's crazy the level over there. I think we spoke about it a little bit last podcast too. Like, just feels so deep. There's so many fast guys. So, yeah, if you can qualify, I mean, you're going to be pumped. Yeah, definitely that is the case. So, that was a 250 class round 13, uh, Salt Lake City number three. Uh, again, Chase Sexton leaves uh, into the little break that they're having here, two-round break with a three-point lead over Mikel Rath, which is obviously going to go down to the wire and it's going to be some good racing. But, um, I mean, one of the other things I forgot to touch on too while we're going through this as well is the, 
you know, the lack of caliber of riders in that class, it's starting to really thin out on that East Coast. So it'll be interesting to see if they um, let any more riders back in for the last sort of couple of rounds and get a few more riders in there because, yeah, it was, the gates were starting to look a little empty. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, but it's cool. It's so good that it's like neck and neck heading all the way through the whole series so yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna come down to the wire it's so. gonna be a battle at uh, that east west is gonna be interesting um who, who do you reckon's got it? I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I'm a Sexton fan. Like, I got nothing against McElrath, but uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just like the way Sexton rides and and his style and everything like that. I'm, I'm hoping he backs it up again um, and can kind of. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not a Honda guy as bad <laughs> as you are, but uh, I mean, I just want. I just think he needs this sort of. I think it, it'll be good for him too moving forward. You know, like. Silencing some of the the doubters, you know, he had to earn this one where everyone gives him the old gift on the last one, which is not a hundred percent fair. But I mean, it, ultimately, it'd be cool to see him do it. But I mean, at the end of the day, too, yeah. McAlrath needs his he needs a ride for next year. So I mean, yeah. either way, I, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent on e- either one. I'm I'm leaning more towards Chase. It just I think it's just purely a, a, a like the way he he does does ride. But uh, yeah. what, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I think Chase will get it done because uh, McElrath has always been that guy that comes out swinging and is so strong at like the first round or first couple of rounds, and then from there something always always seems to happen. Yeah, um, where where it affects him, and I don't know whether that's pressure or what, but you know, obviously he's in a really well he was looking solid and mm. winning winning whatever back to backs but um yeah now chase has got this one got got this one under his belt um yeah i don't know whether pressure might get to McElrath. Mm. who knows but um but yeah chase um he, like he doesn't have that pressure like we spoke about it last time yeah. he's got a ride for the next couple of years with honda um so he's he seems like a pretty relaxed guy too so i reckon he'll work well uh, under all those conditions with everything that's going on yeah so yeah see so how we I go think, yeah i think sexton's gonna do it again maybe finish her up all righty let's move on to 450s uh salt lake city three round number 13 uh again was a mutter but the racetrack really started to come around in this 450 main like it rained during the 250 stopped just yeah. at the end of it and then didn't rain during the rest of it and the track actually looked like it started getting better towards the end of that main event yeah so um yeah apart from the start of the day like you seen did you see hills crash yeah into the <laughs> in, through the woods yeah. and then into that mud puddle yeah, he needs to carry a snorkel to the rest of the rounds if there's any more mutters. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, and he got <laughs> he, he, like submerged. Yeah, he got Doctor Point uh, a position for that too out of that heat because oh, he, he didn't. Yeah, oh, he, uh, I hate how they do that when, oh. in a situation like that. Like, what's seriously? He did. He didn't lose it. He, he lost he positions. Yeah, he lost positions. He had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably had a mouthful of mud and water. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be good to just get up and keep going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as soon as he did got up and he took off, I'm like, they're docking him. Like you, you just knew. Yeah. Like it, it was so blatant because it was on camera and everything like that. It's like they'll they'll dock yeah. him, and then yeah, but it was good that they only docked they him have, one position. So yeah, you said the track would like come round, and yeah, it did. It was it good. It was good, and obviously the 
line choices, ruts and everything everywhere made for some real good racing. But yeah, how's, how they've had to adapt, like they had, they had the dry, dusty, like skatey, hard-packed as a rock, probably like, wasn't many ruts at all yep. to ride the other round. And then the track was, what, pretty good the next one, I guess, and then full mutter. So yep. like, the boys are... To be tested. It's the same, obviously the same venue, same dirt, but it's seriously been, well, now after watching today's, it's been four different types. Four different racetracks. Yeah, it's looked like it's been four different types of dirt every time. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. I mean, yeah, you, you nailed it. Like the first, ma- the first, uh, round was like a desert and it looked like yeah. white dirt and then the next round like they got perfect amount of water into it it was nighttime race too which made it look way different as well um yeah. and then yeah then we had a mud race which you know it threw in a whole different curveball and and uh yeah. and you know we'll get into tonight's one or today's one and, and a, a different again you know so it's and how's like it's muddy mm. in the heats and Roxon gets a flat tire. Yeah. And yeah. Dude, you hit the whoops faster than what you or I could ever do in our lifetime yeah. still. With a flat rear tire, yeah. In the mud. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's uh yeah, when he when he got that, they're like, Oh, he's got a flat tire, he's got a flat tire and then yeah, and then he just like skims the whoops and you're like, Oh yeah. Oh. Right oh. And then yeah, well, no, hundred yeah, percent flat. Like, nah, he doesn't have a flat tire, but then he fully did it, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a skill that these guys have. So let's get into it. Uh mate, that race was probably one of the better races that we've seen, especially uh at Salt Lake City, uh for the first yeah. sort of three rounds. Webb and Tomac just going at it at the start there was a little bit of feeling it out but towards the end yeah. there they really turned it on yeah i mean i didn't get to watch a race straight away and everyone i seen i didn't see results or anything but on social media i seen people raving about it and um yeah to be honest like at first watching it i'm like so is is this race exciting or because yeah like you said it took them a fair while to get into the groove but yeah the last well last half of that race was full on it was awesome to watch and yeah going back and forth and i think like no offense to to a web he's riding unreal but i seriously think that round the lappers had a, a lot to do with why he kept reeling tomac back in like tomac just couldn't keep that clear track path he always ran into a bit of trouble with the lappers because obviously the lappers were terrible in the lights and the opens yeah for that round and yeah, um, well, I, they, know, I, think, I think they had a lot to do with keeping them so close, but, man, it made, yeah, it made for some awesome racing. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, they, they lapped Zach Osborne, who got fourth. So they yeah. lapped all the way to third. So, and, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get deeper into this here shortly, but, um, yeah, it definitely, it definitely did help that, you know, that keeping them together. But, I mean, dude, they were taking some risks in some of yeah. these moves. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't know how Webb didn't crash. There oh. were a few times I thought he was gone, but and obviously they're super fit and strong. And like mm. you're talking about um, the altitude, and and it's been starting to get hotter over there and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> those guys must be so fit, obviously. Oh. But like. Yeah, I've watched a couple of times. I've seen him get a little whiskey, and I'm like, I would have been gone yeah. right there. But he just muscled the thing back. It was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I mean, you know, uh, you listen to the broadcast, and, you know, Ricky's going on about 
you know, Tomac doesn't need this. Uh, Tomac doesn't need this, but man, he he proved a point point with that one. And I mean, yeah. there's the you know there's stuff going around that Cooper was trash talking him on the line before round two, and you know telling Tomac and Roxon that they better be better be ready to battle and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and it's like it was kind of like a. You know, it was kind of a, a dick measuring competition. What it turned into is what it like. That's what I feel like it turned into. Like they didn't, you know, Cooper had nothing to lose. Eli did, but then it was just like, who's got the biggest set of nuts? Let's lay it on the table here yeah. and, and go. And that, I mean, it that's just it just turned yeah. into that. The Lappers did assist with that, but I mean, Cooper Cooper wanted it, and then Tomac was like, not today, buddy. You're not coming. And it was it was so good just watching him go back and forth. And even on that last lap, like I mean, Cooper died like tried to dive bomb him in. That that last corner he, he didn't have the you know he didn't have the pass at all but he still just threw it in there to see what he could do and and obviously yeah. missed him but i mean it went all the way to the last corner and it's you know it's been a little while since we've had uh you know a, a finish for first like that and it's always cooper webb yeah. like let's go back yeah, yeah. let's go back to 19 you know cooper webb did that last lap last corner pass on on Roxon to get that win and um you know san diego this year was for second over Roxon but last corner just shoves it in there and makes the pass and comes out with second. And, you know, he just seems to be that – he's that rider, which we talked about on the first show. Like, he just yeah. is gritty and doesn't doesn't let die. He just keeps going until he – Till it's done, and then and yeah, then that's what it was, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that battle was awesome. I mean, they're similar in that aspect, but they're both bulldogs. Yeah. The sport. So yeah, it's yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna make some awesome racing right through, I think. And yeah, yeah obviously you know today's results already, but yeah, yeah. He he also looked like Webb also looked very good in the whoops too. Like he passed Tomac one time in the whoops, you know. Yeah, that, At, that worked a lot on the whoops, I think. Yeah. Like, he used to struggle in the whoops. He used to always be jumping through them any chance he could get. But, yes, he – um. Yeah, he's, like you said, he must have obviously worked on him, so he's getting stronger, hasn't him? Yeah, they they reckon they worked on the bike a lot um, over you know over the last year to, to get him better in that situation. But yeah, I mean, they were a tricky set of whoops. He got passed there, but he also passed Eli there, and I mean, he was just they were just throwing it at each other, and it was you know if you haven't watched it, you need to go and watch the race because it's you know a little bit at the start, yeah, it gets a bit boring, but man, by by about halfway, once they start getting into lappers, yeah. they really start putting it to each other and like just taking risks in amongst the lappers as well which is yeah which is um yeah pretty pretty awesome to see um like like i said i was watching the start and heard the hype and i was like waiting for it to start and yeah once once i got close and started battling it did not disappoint no not at all (laughs) no uh anderson got a third so yeah yeah, he got a third and he got his first Heat race win since 2018. Yes, it's a long time, hey. But he missed he missed pretty much all of last year with that injury as well um, yeah, to true. his arm. But yeah, it's crazy to think that it's been since he won the championship, since he even won a heat race. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna put the same money on it. It would have been the same amount of time, if not longer, since he's won a main as well. Um, you know, he didn't win any in in uh, in 19. So. Um, yeah, he just rode solid. He was, you know, a thing of looking well, at the lap. Past Osborne, yeah, like in the main past him and just checked out. And like we know how good Osborne's riding, so yeah, yeah, another taller guy too mm. in the mud. 
like Anderson's pretty tall. But yeah. Not taking anything away from him, from him, but yeah, he yeah he's, he was rode super good all day. Super good. Those those rock star huskies are working good. I mean, Anderson third, mm. Zach Osborne fourth. You know, um, it's yeah. been them two sort of trading those those couple of places there, or you know, fourth and fifth the whole time since we've been at Salt Lake. So I mean, they've the rock star team have definitely got those huskies working. Um, pretty well and the, the boys are riding good as well um, so it was good to see you know those two basically just battled it out for the main um, yeah. and Anderson obviously you know checked out a little bit there at the end it was a pretty uh, tight pass too for teammates yeah yeah he likes to rub even on his teammates I mean when he was working with Baker's factory he put he put a couple of mean passes on uh, or has put a couple of mean passes on uh Muscan throughout the years as well and you know they yeah. they train together well they used to train together all, all the time during a week so I don't think he's scared to throw it in on teammates or you know training partners or anything like that so he, yeah. he put the squeeze on little little Zach Osborne there but um, kept it clean how many guys how many guys got lapped I'm just looking results here how many guys got lapped twice oh gee I'd, you'd have to there's a few well Rock, at least 10th Rock, Rockman got lapped Twice, right? And he got tenth. Yeah, at least tenth. Yeah, Roxham tenth did twenty two laps, and the leaders did twenty four. Uh, right. So yeah, that's ridiculous um, amount. We're gonna get to Roxham here in a minute. Malcolm Stewart, top five. He yeah. rode awesome Still again. Stronger and stronger. Yeah, he rode better. Um, the mud, obviously, bigger dude. Gnarly set of whoops again. Kind of yeah. helps him out with that sort of thing. So he rode another solid fifth. Dean yeah. Wilson, Dean Wilson six, another rock star husky in that top yeah. six. You know, he's been riding awesome too. He just needs to get out in front. If he can get a start, Dean Wilson's going to perform here one of these times. He just needs, yeah. to, needs a start. Yeah, dude, he's got got the skill to do it but yeah starts obviously going to help him but I mean apart from like Dean 6 we got Brayton 7th Brayton though did you watch where he caught up to Kenny and then tried to slow down and not pass Kenny (laughs) that he just couldn't not do it anymore when I was watching that I was like this that must be weird when they're out there on the track and that starts happening yeah yeah as all those positions, it to me that looks pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from Roxon, intense. Roxon. Right. So, dude, Roxon started fast, was up there early, and yes. then, man, whatever's going on with him is. Well, again today. Well, so. yeah. I mean, he's just dropping anchor. He reckons he's getting asthma or asthma-like symptoms. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. So Struggling to breathe or something? Yeah, sh- struggling to breathe, but then people are trying to draw conclusions between this and what happened last, like what was happening last year to him, if it's well, that's related. All could, that's all I could think of. Like, yeah. yeah. What was going on last year is happening again. Yeah, so that was... Like, yeah. Yeah, that, some breathing problem, apparently. Terrible. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's basically, mate, that's... that's got him out of the championship um which we'll get into today's racing as well but even leaving leaving round 13 26 points down which is a whole race um down you know that's yeah it's pretty much written him off for the championship which is yeah unfortunately which is unfortunate yeah but far out when he's like when he's on and it's the start of the races and the heat races and stuff, far out he looks good. Yeah. No, he's quick at the start. He just, yeah, just loses it there. Uh, yeah. 
uh, the two two. You got a fourteenth in the mud too, which is yeah. He's a bit of a mud rider. Bit of a but, mud yeah, rider. Yeah. So hey, we could be going back on rocks and some mm. positive news. He's having another baby, right? Well, having a baby. This is their first oh, one. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Having yeah. A baby. Yeah. 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 That came out during the week as well. That he's they're expecting a a baby, which is yeah, which is cool. And you know how much that that settles you down and stuff as well. I mean, he's a pretty level headed dude, but I mean, yeah, it's gonna gonna change a fair bit and sort yeah, of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it changes everyone, but yeah, I think it'll be good for him. Yeah, that's it. Cool. So that was round 13 of Salt Lake City uh, or SLC 3 as we're going through them. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with uh, round 14 and break it down. And we're back. So, Salt Lake City, number four, round 14 of the AMA Monster Energy Supercross Series. Um, mate, first round of the West Coast back yeah. after 124 days or something they kept repeating on the – I should know they repeated it enough times on the on the broadcast. <laughs> um, but they, they pretty much had, you know, three to four months off racing from the last time they actually rode uh, with all of this stuff. So – uh, yeah, it's nearly, it's nearly like a whole nother year. Well, they reckon it was nearly a whole off-season for them to, to get ready to come back. So, right. um, so yeah, round round 14, uh, 250 West was back. They used the same track from round 13. They just ran it backwards for this round. So it was exactly the yeah. same track, just changed the obstacles back the other direction, which was pretty cool to see. Um, and obviously – yeah. Like the dirt, the dirt looked prime this round. Perfect conditions with all the rain that they had the round before and everything like that. So, yeah. and with a short turnaround, you can expect to, you know, understand why they've, they've sort of just flipped the track around the other way and done it. I mean, I guess they've, they've done well so far to produce three different tracks, um, yeah. you know, in such short turnarounds. Um, but you know, it didn't, didn't ch- like obviously I've seen, um, tracks be turned around and like when we go to, freestyle shows and that the set up and pack up mm. overnight overnight sometimes is crazy what they can do but i was like how are they gonna clean up all that mud and yeah get everything prepared for like another whole new track in three days but obviously the weather come good or must have came good and um yeah they oh, they do crazy stuff over there mm. but when i was there they add like lime into the yeah. dirt and everything well so, i mean if, if you if you guys listening would have hopefully been all over this supercross stuff for a while now but i mean they had the, the old lime gate last year um yeah. which yeah they they throw a lot of lime in i think they're a little bit more scarce with that stuff now but I, I don't think in those conditions that they're dealing with there in Salt Lake City, like the altitude and everything like that, like the heat that's starting to come, like I reckon it would have just dried itself out in that time. I reckon I don't reckon they would have needed to add any agent. And with how much, I mean, the first round was that dry. I think they're just like glad that there was moisture in the soil, even if it was muddy soup. They're like, we're just going to leave it, not dry it out at all. So, um, yeah. Look perfect. The track, as I said, was backwards, was different. But, hey, we, we got – the 250 West back, um, dude, and it started with a bang. 
It, yeah, I feel like all we're going to talk about is a lot. Like, all <laughs> lot, mate. All we're going to talk about. Like, I mean, we got both Lawrence brothers, one back and one debuting. Um, you got the Faulkner, Ferrandis, and Cooper battle. Um, and as we get deeper into this, there's you know there's a bunch of other names that have just come out of the woodwork or were thereabouts before the break and are now sort of factors in this whole situation. But um, I mean, it started off in qualifying the the uh, yeah. Lawrence and Faulkner situation we're going to call it have they got like a rivalry or something i I, I don't know i mean the press conference that they had tonight um you know faulkner said in that that it was sort of a sort of a dumb move by him to to do it but apparently these guys go crazy over their their hot laps um but apparently and that's how i seen it too was was hunter was on his hot lap and faulkner was in behind him and hunter sort of messed up and then blocked blocked him in his you know in, in faulkner's fast lap and and then, yeah, right. yeah, like went past the mechanics area, and Hunter was looking at his mechanic, and uh, you know Faulkner just drifted wide and clipped him. Yeah. It wasn't bad, much, but then <laughs> Hunter's brain snapped and just rode into the next corner and just teed him up. Like it wasn't yeah. at speed, I was, but I was pretty pumped when I seen it. Like, yeah, I was like, good on, good on Lawrence for doing that, but. He may have went a little bit overboard. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit overkill, like but, uh, taking yourself down. And I mean, it was literally like he teed him up. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'll just run yeah. into you to make it back. Like he hit him with the front wheel and he's like four yeah. guards, you know, <laughs> like just straight at him. Good on him. Like, And I mean, Hunter, like Hunter's not really that guy no, normally. No. Definitely not that guy. So, yeah, obviously stirred him up enough to do what he did. Yeah, so. a bit of action anyway. So, I mean, it started with that. Yeah. And then, dude, Heat 1 got underway. Um, Cameron McAdoo, dude, he... Riding unreal. He come back from this break and they, you know, they, they harped on about it in the podcast, uh, in the podcast, in the broadcast as well. Um, he pretty much didn't stop during the break. He just rode his brains out. And you could tell, man, he was yeah. fast. All day. And, like, yeah, he... Uh, well, just spoiler alert, he ended up on the podium for the final. But yeah, yeah all day he looked solid. So well, he he yeah, he caught that, uh, he caught up to to Ferrandis in the you yeah. know the points leader in the heat, and then dude, his pass yeah. on Ferrandis was well. <laughs> if you're a Christian Craig fan, is karma, but uh, dude, it, it it wasn't even that bad of a pass. It's just I mean, very similar to the pass. Nah, it was. Like Carmichael said on the show, on the on the live show, um, he, he could do that pass a thousand times and not get that result. What happened, yeah, what happened in that scenario? You wouldn't get it happen again. Like, what at least rear wheel went between uh, Ferrandis's two wheels. Yeah, and it pretty much locked his bike up and threw him over the hangar. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird. Yeah, well, obviously, like as he slid under him, then it's locked Ferrandis's wheel up, and then. Then yeah. it's sort of as his wheels turn and it's then flicked the back end of Ferrandis's bike. I mean, he tackled that tough block. He got out of that pretty well, though. Yeah. Lucky the tough block was Yeah, there. he tackled the tough block. The bike kind of kind of crunched him a little bit, but, I mean, it... it Obviously, they weren't going as fast, but that was like a Jet Lawrence crash oh, yeah. into the face. Of that yeah, I mean, if it was, you know, 
um, half a meter to the left or even half a meter to the right, man. Like, imagine him spearing off there onto the concrete. It could have been a Cooper Webb incident all over again, landing on the concrete or just splattering himself into the face of the up ramp. So, I mean, he got off pretty lucky, but I mean, for McAdoo to, to drop a move like that on Ferrandis in a heat race, like, he, he, yeah. he ran with some confidence. Confidence. Yeah, and then and then. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. They didn't show anything. Didn't say anything. But then I mean, then uh-huh. Moseman took out McAdoo. They took each other out like two laps later. Oh, yeah. So Christian Craig yeah. just strolls through for a heat hand race win. Yeah, hand in the wind. Uh, right. So it was just a. It was just a. a um, you know, uh, uh, the Heat 1 just had so much action in it. That's what I said to you, and you text me after Heat 1. You're like, Heat 1's insane. I'm like, I know. Like, just <laughs> everything was happening at all in the one yeah. race. So, um, it didn't take long to get into the race, and that's for nah. sure. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, we're on. We're, we're uh, Jet Lawrence crashes in his heat, crashing qualifying, and as we're going to get to here in the main, crash in the main too. So he needs to – I think he just needs to settle it down a little bit. Yeah. He's fast, but he's just erratic. So, yeah, I mean, I was worried watching him at uh, uh, Aussie. It's mm. like, man, he can ride, don't get me wrong. He's got so much bike skill and he's super fast and can ride a bike so good. But if the whoops, he always scares me in the in the whoops. Yeah. Like, he just, I don't know, like he nearly always misses one and ends up on the rear wheel because he's getting so much traction and carrying so much momentum across him. Yeah. But he's got, I mean, he does the right thing, but he's, I think it's just he almost needs to just slow down a little bit, bit over them because he gets going that fast across and the thing just starts missing whoops and that's when he gets into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It is, it is. And then Hunter on his on his uh, his debut um, in Supercross through to the LCQ, which probably was a yeah, good thing for him too you know he's been some extra laps on the track and really dial yeah, himself I know, in I noticed watching him like obviously he won the race fairly easily mm. in that LCQ but you could tell there was a one of the combos he started like he wasn't even doing it for the first half of the LCQ and then started doing it yeah and it was yeah I think it was good for him because he got to get that little bit more comfortable out there yeah he was looking really good and even we'll get onto the main but yeah he comes through in the main from what happened at the start. That's right. So. Well, let's let's get stuck into that. Um, I mean, that was all the action, and we haven't even got to the main yet. Um, but uh, yeah. Faulkner, whole shot, wire to wire, made it uh, right. made it look very easy. How did, how did Jet? How did Jet not whole shot with the dude? Did you see him out the gate? Yeah, he was like half, t- like a bike and a half in front. It looked like he was way in front, but I think he just went too deep, yeah. and you know, Faulkner just sort of crept up the inside and then had to inside down the next rhythm. Lane and yeah, yeah. and then <coughs> he got sort of teed up by a couple down there at the end of it. Um, Lawrence did too, and he ended up like third or fourth. He was dropping like a you know dropping like an anchor in that first couple of laps, yeah, getting pushed around. But um, yeah, dude, yeah. he come, yeah, was it? he held his own back there a little bit, but then obviously ran into trouble. Yeah, later. got got uh, got uh, sort of caught up in the whoops again um, during the main. Uh, so yeah, Faulkner. He looked good. He looks, you know, he looked racy, um, more racy than he did before we went on, you know, before they went on their break. And then obviously we went through all the COVID stuff and everything. So he looked a lot better. Yeah. And I think that's just time too. Yeah, he looks like he looks smooth as like even I was watching when I, when they showed him the whoops. Yeah. Like 
he wasn't super fast. Like he was obviously, but not. He just looked really in control. Yeah, he looks really good everywhere, and but especially the whoops because they were getting pretty. Pretty cupped out. out. Yeah. And and I mean, the other thing is too, like he's coming off an ACL or was coming off an ACL coming into A1, you know, which is probably fully healed up, but still, you still don't have that bike time, you know, and if he, he, it seemed like he was also grinding as well during that break and, you know, you can also tell on him as well that he'd he'd put in some work in that break and got himself back up to to close to where he was um, before he did his knee um, leading leading out of uh, last year. So, uh, hey, he looked uh, at the end of the race. He looked pretty buggered, eh? I think they all had. I mean, especially these guys. I mean, this is their first race at altitude. But I mean, you yeah. listen to most of them. And it was a hot day, I think. Yeah, well, you listen so. to most of them too. That like even the four fifty guys have been there for you know a week and a bit now. They're they're also puffing at the end of the main. So like you know that yeah. that, that altitude's got to be playing a factor for them for sure. But I mean, these guys being their first race, you could definitely hear all of them sort of gasping up there um, on the podium. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, Dylan Ferrandis grinded his way up through the pack uh, and got himself a second, which um, which is good. He's only like two sec, not even two seconds in the end, right? Behind. Yeah, yeah, he caught up. I think Faulkner sort of maybe uh, it ended up three seconds, but I think Faulkner sort of backed it down for that last lap and, and brought it home. And yeah. he said that in his post-race interview as well, that he sort of, you know, he got to that last lap and he just gripped in real tight through the whoops and made sure he got through there and then sort of just rode in home from there. So, um, but yeah. I think he had, he sort of had like, you know, six or eight seconds, I think, you know, before that. And they were sort of matching each other and then he sort of buttoned her down. So, Ferrandis, he, yeah. he, he, yeah, he needs to get better starts, man. His starts are so terrible. And we were talking about in the first show about how good those Yamahas are and the power and, the, and everything. And, he just never seems yeah. to get a start on it. So, well, Cooper Hall shot it. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not the bikes. I mean, it must just be Dylan and he, and he starts. I mean, he struggled with it last year. He stu- struggled yeah. with it at the start of this year. And, yeah. He even said, I don't know if you've seen that edit yeah. of Fernandez that Dirt Shark yeah. did. I think, I think it was Dirt yeah. Shark. Yeah. He, um, he even says it in there. He says, like, I'm, my start's not good. Yeah, my start's not good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he, he salvaged a second place. I mean, with how his day was looking there in the heat race, being laid up on the front of that triple up ramp and uh, in the heat yeah. to, to get through I that. Think pretty, I think he'd be pretty happy. Yeah. He didn't lose any more points or anything like that. Like, he actually, I think he gained in the championship. Um but you know, obviously, with Faulkner winning, Faulkner gained points on him. But um, Justin Cooper was in second, I think, at that point. Maybe it's with the other way around. I'm trying to remember the point structure, but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's only one point between Faulkner and Cooper now. Yeah, so Faulkner passed. Yeah, he passed. Yeah, this yeah, but I think Ferrandez still extended his points lead uh, with that same. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the same ride. So, um, so yeah, he's, he'd be pumped with that to 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 leave with this. Um, Still in the with a comfortable little victory, but I mean Austin Faulkner's coming right. too, and he's you know he's pretty yeah, determined. Well, there's ten points there yeah. between him and Faulkner. That's it. I guess yeah, only because I've only got one. One more round one after more this, more yeah, and yeah. then the East West. So I mean, you want to have a little buffer yeah. coming into that East West when you you're throwing in the East Coast in with them as well, um, yeah, to yeah. to mix up the points. Yeah, because it's still still points, right? Just yeah, normal. yeah, or well, normal points, but they don't yeah. get split between the coast. It's you know, the East Coast dude gets first, he gets full points. West Coast guy gets second, he gets second points. You know, it doesn't. 
you yeah. know you don't get first yeah. west or nothing like that so no. definitely shakes up yeah. yeah shakes up that uh, last round for sure uh Cameron yeah. McAdoo on the podium as we sort of discussed earlier I mean solid all day um he he had to work you know I don't he didn't start up front there I think he sort of was like fourth or fifth or something and sort of worked his way into that that third place position and then sort of just hung there actually I think he was second yeah. uh, and then Ferrandis got him there uh, midway through but <coughs> I mean he just he looked good all day he made it happen and and uh, that's his second podium I think of his 250 career he got one last year at the East West in Vegas riding for Geico yeah. so but this yeah. is his first one straight up that he so he, he deserved it he rode really good today yeah no he um, like you said he obviously put in the work in the break so yeah and he, it was awesome to see even the commentators were like you could tell i was pumped for it yeah no he's a, he's a, cool seems like a good dude and you know he's yeah you know, he's been out here to australia and, and done some stuff yeah, out yeah. here so um yeah he he did well he looked good um justin cooper was a little bit strange he started up front and, and sort of dropped back into that fourth place position so yeah, he just he had a bit of a moment in the whoops house. Yeah, so. he just didn't look. He didn't really look on all day though. Like he was fastest qualifier, which you know is no easy feat. But um, yeah. just when we got into the heat races and the mains, he just didn't look. You know that racey. He just sort of was there, but but not really showing those those flashes of speed that he was showing. You know at A one and stuff like that at the start of this year, yeah. if we can remember back that far. But uh, yeah, he just sort of looked a little. A little flat, maybe. Um, so we'll see see what he can do next round. That's for sure. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, because he's normally definitely in the mix a lot more than that. Yeah, no, that's it. Um, top Mossman. Yeah, riding strong. Um, this whole this whole season, well, I know they haven't done much, but yeah, he's been he's come out swinging this. Yeah, year. no, he's he's definitely definitely taking the, ne- the next step um, and he's had a f- couple of good rides uh, but the same thing he just sort of just hung around that fifth place today he didn't really yeah. show show uh, a massive amount um, looking down the list Martin got six Alex Martin got six Hartrath seven <coughs> uh, Christian Craig eight Derek Drake nine yeah, I mean, they didn't really show much back there either. Um, Oldenburg. What, who, who's, what bike is it? He's on the Honda, obviously, but what team's he on? He's on Penrite. He's with Clout. Penrite. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, um, that's, how crazy is it? How crazy is Oldenburg, Lawrence, Clout? Lawrence. Yeah, well, Australian. Well, three Australians there, and then, and then four Australian. Well, Oldenburg's not yeah. Australian, but yeah, not Australian team in there three, as well. Three Australians, and then yeah, two for one team, two for the other team. Yeah, that was um, yeah, it was inter- <clears throat> interesting there at the midway or towards the end of that race. There, like Hunter and Clout were sort of battling between themselves, and Jet was just in front of him. So, you know, it was a yeah. team Australia there um, battling their way out, yeah. but then Faulkner came through and and lapped those guys. Lapping, yeah, yeah, Clout and Clout and Lawrence got uh. Hunter got lapped, and Jet was the last one to not get lapped. Uh, there. Yeah, can you imagine the, imagine the banter between Jet and Hunter? Imagine the shit Jet is giving Hunter this week about getting lapped. Oh, dude, you, yeah, he, he'd be all <laughs> over him. And I mean, 
he just like hunt, like Jet qualified third, and at one point he was top of the top of the box, third or second, one yeah. of the two. I mean, and Hunter was ninth, man. Like Jet's got him on speed, but I mean they only finished two two positions apart. But I mean Hunter crashed yeah. at the start too, so he's done well to make his way to thirteenth there as well, which we've. Yeah, but what? Failed so to what happened to Jet? Do you know what happened to Jet? Because he was nah. up there in fifth and fourth, but they never showed nothing. Like he obviously he must have went. Well, down. he did. They they showed him picking it up um, through the whoops, or before the whoops, or something like that. But it didn't show what happened to him. So I don't yeah. don't know exactly. I mean, Hunter had that crash on the first lap. Sort of got caught up in the in yeah. a bit of bit of Tough, yeah, a bit of stuff in the one of the corners and made his way through. So. Um, but yeah, well, he, hit neutral. he hit neutral or something. Like in the yeah, and then the old short leg syndrome at the end of it. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's about it. As I said, there was so much going on in that that two fifty class from yeah, from the start yeah. of the day, you know, to to the to the main. I mean, the main actually was a little lackluster, which was a bit disappointing. It kind of just was what it was, you yeah. know. All the action happened at the start. The boys were definitely fired up and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, which we I kind of expected. It didn't just didn't disappoint. That's for sure. Oh, that's it. All right. Well, that's the two fifties uh, for Salt Lake City. Uh, round number four. We've got one more of these West Coast before they we go back to the East. Uh, we have two more rounds of them, and then we we head into the East West. Um, let's go some predictions for this two fifty class before we go on to the four fifties. What do you reckon, Robbie? Um, sort of your podium for the next round in that in that 250 class? Uh, I think um, I think we're going to see Ferrandez come away with a win. Like, yeah, he... Uh, I'm from 10th to 2nd, that one, and was there right at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think Ferrandez has definitely still got the speed, and as long as he gets a start, like you said, yeah. he's, he's definitely capable of doing it. And then after that, Oh, I'm gonna be bold and say Jet's gonna throw it up there Ooh. In, in second on the on the podium. By the way, I just got to mention now that that definitely yeah, I got to mention now that we're back on the West Coast and we finally can talk about Jet Lawrence. He needs to keep this number as a permanent number because that is the best number he'll ever have in his career. <laughs> and I was, oh, come on, hey, I was so pumped when I seen him run at it. I was like, yes. So, uh, yeah, anyway, continue on. I just wanted has to throw done, that. Has it done yourself? Has it done yourself? Any oh, look, mate, I don't, I've, mate, if he wins a championship or any races, it'll be because of the number, okay? That is that is it. Me, no, I've never won anything. So, but hey, I like to think that it was not the number's I mean, fault. It's going to be a big improvement for him to go from 11th to second in one round. Mm. But, um, oh, man, I'm sure his dad and that are going to be drilling him during the week. Uh, well, not drilling him, but, you know, they they work together so well and they fix things like that so quick. Yeah. Um, I've watched the videos and stuff. I don't know him that well, but, I mean, I've watched the videos and stuff on him where they – did Oz X together and the way they worked through the day, like that was his first ever Supercross. Yeah. And um, the way they worked through the day and just progressed so much on little things here, there and everywhere. So this, this week for those boys is not going to be easy, obviously, or not, I shouldn't say week, like day, a couple yeah. of days. Um, well, they're not going to... I reckon, yeah, yeah. He's, he can definitely turn it around yeah. and I reckon 
just if as long as he stays on the thing, I'm gonna put him up there for a second. Second, and what about what about your podium? What is gonna round out your podium? Uh, we'll, put Austin, uh, we'll put Austin in third. 5-2. All righty. I... Did I get points, by the way, for the last round, my last prediction? What did we... Well, we didn't predict anything <laughs> for the West. We forgot to do West Coast, but... Uh, no, nah, no, nah, but, but the East. Yeah, well, actually, I, I probably... Well, I guess how you look at it, I was probably... Clo- well, I went... Apart from my Pierce Brown, like that was pretty yeah. cool. I only missed that by well, one spot. Well, there. you went, you went, you went McElrath, and then um, Sexton, yeah. and I went Sexton McElrath. So I got one, two correct, but then I went Marchbanks, which I was obviously way off there with that one with him not making yeah. it through. Um, so I guess whichever way you look at it, I mean, I, I was you know one or two nail, but then I end up with obviously twenty second for the for the number thirty six where you were. Just had the wrong order and you had the dude in fourth. So I guess you were closer. So we'll, we'll go with that. You, you win that one. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with uh, with Faulkner maybe pulling out another one. Um, I think if he if he can carry this confidence in from today into um, Sunday's event or Monday for us event, uh, I think I think he'll he'll be able to pull this off. Um, and I just feel like Ferrandis will get a second if he, because he just, unless he gets a start, you know, I think Faulkner's that little bit better than he was before the break where Ferrandis can't run him yeah. down. So, and I'm not confident on, on Ferrandis' starts, but then I don't see any of the other guys um, being, you know, that are, that are on his level besides Jet Lawrence. And I put him third because I've just, you know, if he doesn't crash and doesn't do those silly little mistakes that he does, he can run with yeah. those. And it could be like, if if I get these three in whatever order, then I'll be pretty accurate. But I think those two, those three, are sort of the the speed of the class. Even though Cooper was quicker in qualifying, pretty much I think it went Ferrandis, uh, Ferrandis, Lawrence, and then um, Faulkner were sort of the, the yeah. next in line in speed, you know. So unless Justin Cooper can pick it up for the next round, then I just feel like those three. So I'm going to go, yeah, Faulkner, Ferrandis, and uh, and then yeah. then that big, big number 83 in there for the... Yeah, we, got the same, we got the same three in there. Just different order. So we'll see which order was closer, hey? <laughs> Bold <laughs> predictions. All righty, let's, let's yeah. move on to uh, the 450 class. Uh, here for the Salt Lake City round number 14, uh, or Salt Lake City 4. Baggett was the fastest qualifier again today, and um, yeah. quick too. He looked very quick early in, in qualifying. Yeah, I love Baggett through the whoops usually. like He's always getting strong in the whoops. Fresh set, um, yeah. A fresh set of whoops, he's yeah. quick. But um, uh, they were talking about him a little bit, and... He said he's pretty much just mimicking what Webb's doing to his bike. Yes. So he's, yeah, obviously just following in the footsteps there a little bit. But, yeah, he's riding really good. Riding well. Um, He's struggling with uh, numb hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to bring that up. Um, You know, he he got fourth tonight um, and uh, he held on to it well. You know, he started up front there and, you sort of seen the anchor drop a little bit, but then it wasn't that bad, you know, compared to other races. But they said that yeah. he's he's been having trouble with the altitude as well. Like, 
you know, a bit of sickness yeah. and stuff, but then his hands have been going yeah. numb and they don't know if they're related or two separate issues. But, I mean, your hands going numb, that's got to be pretty scary riding around a supercross track. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not saying I had the same thing, but cool. Could be a number of things for either of us, but I've experienced exactly the same thing for, like, the last three years. So I'll get to, like, 10, 15 minutes into a moto and my hands will just start going numb. Like, they go kind of... They go kind of tingly and then numb. And I think Ferris actually had a similar thing as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not uh, – well, for me, it's not carpal tunnel. But, um, mm. yeah, it's the worst. It is the worst. Like I've never really suffered with arm pump my whole career, but I have had it a few times. But yeah. it's totally different to, to that. that. It's it's terrible. But, um, yeah, and it's you can't even feel your throttle. Like it feels like – you know how thick your throttle is it feels like you're holding something that's three times as round yeah. that's what that's the feeling it gives you yeah. and obviously your fingers start going like burning hot kind of and tingly it's yeah i don't know don't know whether it's the same thing but it's yeah it's not nice, not nice. and for him to be doing what he's doing with that it's yeah testament pretty good yeah but um but yeah but also i was gonna say it's a little bit hit and miss too like sometimes it's way worse than other yeah. times so which could have been which, time, yeah. yeah it might have been not so bad yeah it could have been the case tonight with him you know um, you know he rode well and, and got fourth uh, so we'll go back we're um, ground out another win uh, him and Roxon had an epic battle in the heat race um, like just he's so smart Webb like He's yeah. so crafty in the way that he wrote. Like his his um ability to read a race and and figure out what the guy behind him's doing without looking backwards is just ridiculous. Like he he did he did in his heat race, he did exactly the same thing in the main and dude when he passed rocks. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, here you go. When when he passed rocks and dude, he broke him. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was cut. Yeah. Off. I was, I was about to say yeah. he broke Roxon tonight. I reckon yeah. that was that had to have been the worst thing for Roxon. It looked like he let him past and just just let yeah like, just fully just played with him and then just like here, look, I can do this and just pass him straight back and then said, See yeah. Up. Well, Roxon Roxon was way quicker in the whoops and he did it all heat race and all the way through the main until he, dro- until he dropped off the back was going down the right end, right hand edge of those whoops and Cooper was stayed yeah. on the left and then Cooper just hung in that berm just long enough where Kenny couldn't cut him down and then yeah, every, every single lap and then, you know, and then it was ironic that he passes him before the finish line. Like he, you know, um, Webb sort of messed up that rhythm lane and then he sort of cuts down on him on the, on the, uh, on the finish line and, and cuts back, you know, goes around the outside of him onto the start straight and then get to yeah, the end. Drag, drag yeah, well, and he's just got the line. Well, I mean, then he gets to the end of the whoops and it's the same thing that he did to him every lap before that. Like he does the same thing, like Roxon finally makes a pass. All he has to do is get to the whoops to get that little gap on him, but still couldn't do it. And we did the same thing in the whoops. And then, you know, as I said, like you could literally see that break Roxon in the, if you watch closely yeah. enough, like it just, yeah. the gap just went 
like no, that was not no, no. He just it just broke him and and uh, yeah, was not uh, yeah. not good to see at all. But uh, Cooper rode well. Yeah. Another, as I said, just ground out another victory. Um, and that seems to be the way that he does it. He doesn't look the fastest dude. He doesn't look like the flashiest yeah. dude. But he is just there, and he just never gives up. Yeah, no, he's um, yeah, he's riding super good, and I never thought I'd get on the web wagon, but like I predicted him <laughs> for the win, for the win, the last, the last round, and it didn't happen. But yeah, comes back swinging this one, and well, yeah, he's, well, actually, he's looking through. Well, actually, you, yeah, you picked him to to win in the mud. Um, yeah, but <laughs> he he uh, he won tonight, so we can nearly give that one to you. Uh, actually, dude. Well, the results for oh no, dude! I nearly had the results for the mud. I got Tomac Webb, and then uh, and then uh, oh, I picked fourth Osborne. I picked Osborne for third, Osborne, and he got fourth. Yeah. I nearly nailed the four fifty, so we were one apiece there. Uh, yeah, you got that I got one. that one. Uh, yeah, so um, you know he 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 did well and finished off the finish off the day well and it seems that he only likes to win on Wednesdays too both his wins so far have come on Wednesdays yeah. uh, so he looked good uh, Zach Osborne best career yeah. best result for him second place um, and yeah. as we've been saying he's been looking really racy this whole time yeah he um, well I mean did, they didn't really show him heaps in the race apart from at the end with Tomac a bit but um yeah, and he, oh, where did he start? Well, he started third. Yeah. So yeah, no, he got didn't have to make any crazy passes or anything. But um, yeah, he rode really good. Yeah, he went around the outside in that first corner. Webb and Roxon sort of battled in the middle there, and he was sort of on the outside there and yeah. followed him around there lap one, and then yeah, he sort of he sort of sat in behind the the Webb and Roxon battle, and then once. Uh, once he sort of broke him, then Osborne sort of just pounced and made his way past and, and hung out there in second place. And, you know, he was only five seconds down on, on Webb, which is not a massive gap. Um, but he just sort of hung in there. Uh, third place tonight, Eli Tomac. He had a hideous start. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, what was he? 12th. 12th of lap one, but he was like second last going through that. One, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he went for that inside line, inside gate off the start, and so Osborne was next yeah. to him actually, and it worked worked for Osborne because he got that big better jump. Yeah. But Tomac, yeah, once that happened and Osborne had the line, Tomac had nowhere to go, and yeah, man, I was like. And I was like a start I'd do. <laughs> coming, around the, coming around the first turn in second last, I think. He well, was. It, well, it's funny though because like when you look at where he started the first lap, it, like because they basically did the first corner, first rhythm lane turn, second rhythm lane, and then hit the finish line. That didn't actually register as the first lap. And I went back and watched the video, and I think he was like eighteen. 17 or something like that. Like he was well back on that first couple of straights. And by the time he got around a lap one, he'd made himself up to 12th um, of the first full lap. But yeah, like he fought his way up to third and, but he just didn't look like he had that superhuman speed tonight. Like he just sort of made his way through the guys and, and got up into third and he had a, he had a decent amount of time to try and catch Osborne, but he didn't really put a dint in, dint in Osborne's, you know, you know that crazy yeah. speed that Eli has. He didn't really seem to to pull it out tonight, and um, you know. I didn't. I didn't even know if he was going to get 
to third there at one yeah. stage. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, one thing I was going to say, like, I know I've really noticed him over the finish line. I don't know if you notice it or not, but man, like, just his, like, it looked like he was doing a, just a whip over every time. You can see the whole side of his bike with that front yeah. camera angle they had on that jump. But, yeah, when he like he he looked like he was getting into his flow that he does because yeah. yeah, watching that he just so fast and the way he can the way he can push and go over that jump just yeah he was it's good to watch yeah. style like I don't class him as a stylish like the most stylish rider because yeah. he's more of a bulldog but yeah he uh, I don't know just something about the way he was doing that finish line jump if he had a chance to anyone get a chance to watch it just pay attention to his style over that. It's just, it was different to anyone else that was hitting it on the on the night or on the day, I should say. Mm. It was weird, but, yeah, super fast. But yeah. Um, only got only third. Yeah, only got the third, but, I mean, at the end of the day, still got a points lead. He's still, I think he's now 27 or something up. Um, and Cooper Webb has now moved himself into second place and passed Roxon overall in the championship. So, yeah. Um, I mean, he extended his points lead by one, but, I mean, Cooper Webb's now the second-place rider and got a lot of speed and momentum at the moment. So he's still got a, com- he's yeah. still got a comfortable gap, but, um, I mean, he... he Dude, he's got a massive lead, hasn't he? Well, he's got... I think it's 27 or 28 now, something like that. Um, oh, I should have yeah. pu- yeah, so pulled that up. 22, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be 27. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, he's still got a full race lead and he extended his points lead by one, as I said. Um, yeah. But now he's got Cooper Webb in second. Like, Cooper's Cooper started this whole thing 32 up and he's now got him to 27, which isn't huge. But, I mean, you don't want to give Cooper Webb a, a sniff at, at it or he'll, you know. I was going to say, like, Tomac needs to not have any front brake issues. Nope. No, not at all. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. Uh, fourth place is Bagger. We touched on Blake and, and his issues, but, uh, I mean, solid ride there for, for fourth. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Roxon, um, he, he managed to salvage a fifth out of that one, but he was um, yeah. definitely whatever's affecting him is um, is is, uh, is real, you know. Like, it was – he was there second place yeah. battling with Cooper, had the lead for a corner and a half, and – and then end up fifth on the on the day. So, um, yeah. Oh man, I hope I hope it gets sorted out. Whatever it's happening, because I mean, I said that all last year. I really like Ken. Like I love watching the way he rides yeah. for starters. But yeah, I dude, I seriously think he could smoke these guys. Just the way he rides at the start of the races is. Yeah, I reckon it stands out to me. Well, I mean, so. I mean, the, the scary part of all this is, is like, is this going to be a thing for outdoors too? Are we going to be watching the same, the same thing that we watched last year, or is it just an altitude thing? Like, it's just the thinner air is is sort of playing and yeah. making him sort of. Yeah, but what before Corona, like he wasn't really struggling with no. With this, was he like? No, well, no, he wasn't. Um, he was, man, he was killing some of those. I mean, Atlanta, I think it was, where he just dominated them. Um, but I mean, let, let's hope that it's just something to do with the altitude and the thin air, and it's sort of, sort of causing the breathing issues. And when we get back down to sea level, he's all good, and he can battle out this motocross championship, which he's also just a freak. 
at at motocross. Like, yeah. dude, I, I still go back and watch Moto One of Millville in 2016, and holy hell, like that is just a masterclass of riding by him on an on an RMZ, you know. And you just hope that he can get back to that. Um, and it's just sort of but you say you say that about Ken motocross, but I mean, you got look at Tomac as well. Like, yeah, it's gonna be it'll be good, awesome. And then throwing guys like. Osborne, he was coming super strong on the 450 mm-hmm. last year in motocross. Yep. Cooper, so, Cooper's not got the hangover from the Supercross title this year. Uh, could yeah. be a bunch of different things. Uh, let's get down here. I want to touch on some motocross stuff before we finish up uh, with this episode. Uh Marty Davalos, another sixth place. Yeah. He rode awesome. He had an awesome heat race. He was battling Tomac in the heat, uh, led yeah. the heat till sort of – couple laps to go as well so he's been yeah, it's actually really cool to, to see i've never never really been a massive fan of him or like rated him that high i guess but um yeah, yeah I, he really stood out to me this round he was riding super good i don't know whether they've changed something on on his bike or something but well this is it looked really good well, and he looked really good yeah i mean so. over that break i mean obviously this is his rookie year in a 450 class too so um yeah you know but he definitely looks better than he did before he went on to you know went into the break so um i mean he rode rode good in sixth place uh anderson and, and wilson seven and eight so I think Anderson had dramas from what I can remember. You didn't really see him on TV, but I think I think he had dramas uh, at some point in the race there um, to, to end up with that result. Um, Dino. Yeah, sure. yeah, Dino. I mean, it shows he started in seventh and finished seventh, but, yeah, obviously, obviously something might have happened midway. Yeah. Well. Uh, Dino, Dino 8. Um, just another another ride there. Plessinger nine, yeah. uh, Benny Bloss tenth, and he had to go through the LCQ, uh, and yeah. then the two two with an eleventh. He's back. Yeah, pretty good. He's yeah. That's he's back and and I was listening to a uh, another review show uh, and they reckon he's out testing this week so he's back on the grind and uh, there, oh, there's there's he'll be on the podium next week <sighs> he's going to test this week well he was the last one to get lapped um, uh, okay. we're out of that but uh, yeah they there's, there's people oh man he just got an 11th don't go oh. Putting him down, saying how he got lapped and letting everyone know. Oh that. God! Hey, he 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 rode he rode better. He looks like he's getting better. And as I said, listening to this other this other show, uh, they're they're talking up. Oh, they reckon he'll be back for for twenty one. I'm like, oh, dude, you can't you can't keep putting yourself through that <laughs> agony again. But uh, they're yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It- I don't think he will. Nah. Uh, Justin Brayton got 12th. They reckon he had some sort of food poisoning stomach bug going on. So, I mean, that explains that result there. Uh, Justin Hill, uh, 13. Yes. Sort of, Dude, Hill's still trying to get catch his breath after nearly drowning. Down the yeah, he's, he's still he's to war a snorkel because he was too scared today. Uh, <laughs> going through there, Bowers, Freezy, Chisholm, uh, Brock Tickle. We forgot to mention Tickle, Tickle yeah. uh, the last round. He's obviously riding with a broken hand, uh, come back from a broken yeah. hand, then broke his other hand in the first round that we had at Salt Lake. Um, and, and I, like, I didn't even realize his back, but that was his – sorry, uh, which round was it before Corona? That was like his first race back, right? Oh, uh, well, he did Tampa. He did Tampa. He got yeah, ninth at Tampa. Tampa, and then I think – 
and then got injured. Yeah, and then the next round after that, um, which yeah. I think was Atlanta, um, he, yeah, broke his hand so, and was out. I mean, he's, he's kept riding and, not, like, obviously, don't know if everyone knows, but he was on some sort of ban. Yeah. For, like, two years. But, um, so, obviously, he rode, like, heaps the whole time. Like, seen him on social media, a heat still riding and stuff like that, which I'm not sure how that works with all the rules of being banned or whatever. Um, he just couldn't race. He could ride, yeah. but he just couldn't race professionally. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it's a... Uh, Obviously, it's a struggle coming back mm. from that. Like he uh, he hasn't really done much since. Obviously, got injured, but yeah, it must be hard. Which is going to be interesting. It makes me think about Australia and the Moss brothers and that coming back. Like I'm sure everyone's pretty excited to see Matt. And now Jake's announced he's going to race as well. So yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be. It's made me start thinking about that. It's going to be pretty interesting to see how they're going to go after their big comeback. Yeah, too. see what sort of results. And I mean, they got lucky, uh, lucky too. Well, I mean, lucky is probably not the right word, but they they got very fortunate that uh, that um, you know this virus hit and has pushed the nationals back because they were both meant yeah. to miss the first couple of rounds and sort of tag in halfway. Yeah, I remember Matt was meant to be just super cross. Yeah, so, so they're going to get to be able to do the whole series now because I'm pretty sure their bands have finished up now. So uh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely be interesting to see how those guys come back from this break that they've had with their suspensions and um and see how they perform uh definitely yeah i mean i i know what it's like to go away not from a band or anything but just go away from the sport for a year or two nearly and not do a heap of races and then made the decision to come back like well when i went on mad max i was away for that whole six months didn't do any racing that year and stuff and then come back and I was probably like the fittest I've ever been and decided to go racing and it is not easy. No. Like it's you don't you don't think about it, but just not being on that gate and not racing, it's it's so hard to step back into it. So yeah, yeah I'm super keen to see see what the Lost Boys can do. But um yeah, you know, I think Rocks tickles, yeah, struggling a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then looking down here, twenty-one, twenty-two, Barsha and Stewart. Uh, Barsha blew out a front wheel. Um, from Is that what yeah, because he looked like he was injured too. Yeah, nah. From what I what I uh, heard, because they obviously they didn't know on the the broadcast. And that's all we get to see. But from things I've I've you know listened to, they reckon he blew out a front wheel, and and Stuart had bike problems as well. Something happened to his bike, which you could see him in the uh, broadcast there, pretty pissed off that something had broken. So, um, yeah. so it'd be disappointing for those boys who well, Bash has been struggling the whole time. Sort of we've been here at well. They've been there at Salt yeah. Lake, but Stuart was having a you know decent run there, um, and yeah, sort of, sort of ruined that for him. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see about Barsha. I was going to ask you if you knew because mm. yeah, it looked like on the TV like he was limping pretty bad when he got off the bike and walked off. I don't know whether that. Well, he they, he had a crash, but they reckon his front wheel blew out. And I don't know if that caused a crash or whatever. They reckon his bike went over the berm. And, and if you listen to the broadcast, Daniel Blair was saying that he nearly got hit by the bike as it come flying over the flying over the berm. So I think the crash yeah, was – yeah, yeah, they were, they, re- they say the crash was pretty big. But I don't know if the wheel blew out when he hit on the other side or if that's what caused the accident. They don't – it doesn't really – can't really get any of that information. So – 
Um, cool. Well, that was uh, round that was round 14, mate, of the uh, AMA Monster Energy Supercross Series in Salt Lake City. Uh, we've got three more of these to go. Uh, so we're, we're getting to the pointy end of all of this. Three rounds? Yeah, three rounds to go. Um, yeah. That, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out moving forward. Uh, let's get some picks for this 450 before this we wrap this one up for you, Rob. Um, what do you reckon podium-wise for the next round here? Righto. So I'm going to put Tomac on top this time. Yep. Um, I just, yeah. I don't think he's going to like being back there getting a third. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we'll go Tomac for the win, Webb in for a second, and oh man, I'm gonna say we're gonna put Anderson back up on the podium Ooh. again. It's obviously something happened to him today, and I don't know. I think after he got that podium another week, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, something happened. I was expecting him to be up there again today. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I reckon he'll be hungry for a third. Hungry, hungry. All right, well, that leaves uh, that leaves me. And, I mean, I uh, haven't gone straight too far. I mean, the three best guys of Salt Lake City so far in the 450 class have been, to me, Webb, Osborne, and, and Tomac, which was our top three today. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty much putting it down... Um, the same three guys I think are going to be on the podium for next round. I've, I've put Webb with another W. I think he's really going to be – I think I don't think Eli's going to sort of start mailing this in, but, I mean, if it's not there, I don't think he's going to start pushing the envelope, which I think we've seen a little bit of today. Um, so I think Webb's just, just going to grind another out. And it seems like his starts are back on point too. Like he was struggling a little at the start of the year with his starts where in 19 he was killing his starts, every one of them. Um, and since yeah. we've been here in Salt Lake, he's been, you know, getting great starts since then. So we're going to put him back on top. And then I think the, the, uh, the ET3 is going to be in the, in that second place. I think, I think he's just sort of going to, get her in there and, and, and do it. And then obviously Osborne there, I think will be sort of, sort of third. So I don't think, I think the podium that we've seen today could be, could be a pretty similar site for the, you know, for the coming yeah. weeks. I mean, you know, or Anderson, you know, thrown in there, like you said, I think, I think they've been the top four. Um, Bag it could, but I mean, unless he gets his arm, his hand issue sorted out, like I, I think his good start sort of helped him in this one. And he sort of got, I don't think he got lucky, but I, I don't know. He just, I mean, he didn't have the pace of those those top three. So he's yeah. got to he's yeah. got to find. He's got the speed, but he doesn't have the endurance to go that that distance with those guys. So unless he can find something here in the next three days, I don't, I don't think I don't see him challenging. The only person I can see is Anderson potentially out of that group. When you look down at the top top sort of nine there from today. I think it's really only Anderson that can that can really, unless Wilson too could get a start. But I mean, he hasn't had one of yeah. them yet. So I think it's going to be yeah the the one, the three, and the sixteen in in some sort of order. I think those those three have been sort of the cream, the cream of the class so far. What's the prize for who wins it? 
Well, mate, if we kept score, <laughs> we kept score, we would, uh, we would know. I've got them written down, but I, we need to set up a point structure here. I think when we get some more guests on, I think we might, uh, <laughs> might start taking down some notes and uh, get getting some results. Motocross, this could be a thing. We could make it a thing. We could have a little bit of a competition going. Yeah. Cool, mate. Well, that was uh, that was show number two of the Moto Limited show. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, once we get back into some of these um, races being at normal time, we'll be able to not be cramming in two motos and making a an hour and 20-minute podcast. But um, we're trying to get as much information out to you guys as we can and, and hope you guys enjoy listening in and listening along. Uh, make sure that you uh, jump over and uh, get on the Moto Limited Network and have a chat to us. Also got the Trent Mars show there separate uh, or get over and uh, have a bit of a chat to us on the socials, um, RobDog51 on Instagram if you want to see what's going on. Rob's got some pretty cool things coming down the pipeline as well, uh, which hopefully you can announce on this show. It would be cool. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, and until we see you on the next one, uh, enjoy the racing and we'll be back. See you guys next time. Motor Limited Network. We've been out filming for the last two days. I'm knackered. Trying to get home and we're running out of fuel and we're about 13 k's from home. 